What is up, family? Welcome into Speak. It's about to be the best 90-minute show of your day. That is Joy Taylor. Joy, how are we? I'm good. I like the rainbow-colored. Uh, you do finger guns with Joy. It's not rainbow. What is it? It's not rainbow. It is. It's absolutely rainbow. I mean, it's, it's kind of like tie-dye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank so, you. But it you has know what? like rainbow You've been gone. You've been gone. You've been gone. Oh, that joke was for yesterday. I was here yesterday. <laughs> I know, but you, I'm here today. But you getting back to the... This is the Eagles all-time rushing <laughs> leader. LaShawn, Shady, McCoy. Okay, let's get back to what's really good. The news going on in New York. The Big Apple. It has been a while since the Jets made the playoffs. A long while. But now Aaron Rodgers is in town. Y'all get that. What y'all may not have got is that Aaron Rodgers recently took a $35 million pay cut. He reworked his contract. Now, the Jets quarterback explained why he gave back $35 million. Y'all have to listen to this. Yeah, I'm getting paid a lot of money. I feel great about it. Also, uh, the team is going to be able to do some things. Okay, so thanks. Win, 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 win. $35 million is no small amount. Joy, when I read that Aaron Rodgers was giving back $35 million, I was shocked. But I realized that Aaron Rodgers, Shady, finally realized what it's all about for his career right now. What does Aaron Rodgers giving $35 Wait, million back prove? When you realize that, did you realize you should give more money back to <laughs> us? Let me know. Shady, I'm available. We've been teammates before. <laughs> And when we were teammates before for the mm. Philadelphia Eagles, there are public contracts of what LaShawn McCoy was making and what Emmanuel Acho was making. And the discrepancy, America, was very large. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. To answer your question. Yeah, answer that question so we can get off that other thing. Uh, I love what Aaron's doing, giving money back. That lets me know that he's dialed in. He is, he's all the way bought into the Jets. And when I say that, I mean as far as if you need more money to get other pieces, other players, right, more depth, I think the best teams are teams that have the most depth. Yep. And when guys are going to get hurt, that's just the football. That's what it is. And we go out there and get some offensive linemen. Go out there and get some running backs. Whatever you may need, he can support that with the money he gave back. So I love what he's doing. He's just showing that he's truly bought in and, and that he's going to be there for some time. That's another thing that I really realized is that he's going to be here for some time. Not just a one-year type of thing. I'm going to be here next year, too, and hopefully one more year. That'll be three years with the Jets. So I love that, that uh, this different Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it means he's committed. I'm not gonna scoff at 35 million. 35. In this economy? Oof. 30, that's 35 million dollars. Aaron Rodgers isn't a billionaire. He's made 340 million in his career in NFL earnings. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. But you take 35 off of that. That's, Talk that's, to me. That's, that's Talk a strong 10 percent. I think you're forgetting about the the double check money he's to get. Oh, no, no, no. Come well, on, no, yeah. No, we're not talking about off the field money. I'm talking about like what he's earned from the <laughs> NFL know, checks. He's done plenty of off, off the field. It's, but it's still a lot of money. There's, lot there's of only money. a few things you, that, you, that you're going to need more than $35 million to buy. In like, like a yacht mm -hmm. might cost more than 35 In a state. Short list. A vineyard. Plane. Uh, maybe a plane. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not a whole lot of things you can't buy for $35 million. So I can't scoff at that. Kardashian. I also think like whether it's whether it's petty, whether it's new Aaron, whether it's motivated Aaron or happy Aaron, whatever reason it is, he did it. And yeah. that was money he didn't have to give back and it was guaranteed money. And as he said, it's money that was given back with the intention of make this team better. 
So to me, it says that he's dialed in. He's not just here to have some fun at the end of his career. He was tired of being in Green Bay. He wanted a new scene. He wanted to try something different. Sometimes that, that would be a perfectly reasonable thing for him to do anyway. If that's all he wanted to do was just go play football in a place where he was having fun, but he didn't really feel any pressure to have high-level success. Yeah. Then he would need to give that back. And listen, we thought this Jets team was talented before he did this. Right. So to me, this is really saying... I'm willing to do the Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady thing, take a little less money with the impression that you as an organization are going to do with that money something intentional to make us better. Shady, dare I say Aaron Rodgers loves the Jets. He loves the Jets. The reason I know this is because Aaron Rodgers is communicating in the official love language of the National Football League. Shady, I've read a book before, The Five Languages of Love. What is it? Physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, and gifts. But in football, it's not about any of those love languages. We know what Shady's is. Yeah, I don't buy no gifts. (laughs) In football, Shady, you know this all too well, only one language matters, and it's money. Right. Aaron Rodgers giving back $35 million shows that he loves the Jets. How do we know that money is the official love language in football? Because running backs are currently holding out, abstaining their love from their organization because of money. If you love me, show me the money. If you love me, give me back the money. Aaron Rodgers, he realizes that his best chess move, his best maneuver over the young quarterbacks in the AFC is to give money back. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has a luxury that Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, uh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes did not have. Aaron Rodgers has already gotten paid Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. So while Deshaun got to get his first big bag, while Burrow still needs to get his first big bag, while Herbert better go get his first big bag, even Lawrence will soon get his first big bag, Rodgers has already gotten his. So how can he gain an advantage over them? Giving some of it back to get talent around him. That, to me is what I really learned, Joy, through all of this, is like, oh, wait a second, Rogers, you're really starting to figure it out. It's also a great branding move. Hmm. Branding, okay. I mean, it is. is. Aaron Rodgers cares about his brand. You can't go on an opinion show for sports once a week and then claim that you don't care about your brand or your appearance. It just says conflicting ideals. And over the past couple years, we've learned a lot about Aaron some of which we like, some of which we really didn't like. And he's in the twilight years of his career. So you're in New York. There's already high expectations. You're willing to part with this money. What does it, what does it mean? I mean, we remember the first thing and we remember the last thing. Mm-hmm. The stuff in the middle can get a little muddled. You know, forget. Remember that thing happened? Like, oh, I forgot about that. We went out on a high. Oh, well. So if he goes out on a high with New York, giving back $35 million, kicking it with the young guys, saying all the right things, being happy, going to OTAs. That's a way better way to go out than a little bit of the hostility that was going on in Green Bay, a little bit of the incidents that were going on in Green Bay. Very soon, we'll forget about that. Yeah, he'll be a a Green Bay great forever. We'll remember him as a Packer for sure. But we remember Tom Brady as a Patriot, but we still think about the Bucs, man, Leaving the Patriots and winning a Super Bowl with the Bucs mm-hmm. right away and then going to the playoffs again, then going to the playoffs again and looking like he set, pushed back father time is a part of his story now. And it's how we will remember him. We will remember the high that Tom Brady left on. It matters. It does. Yeah. It, he, he, I mean, and like, think about him like changing. Like, I, I never in a million years would, would look at Aaron Rodgers in this light. Where now he looks way different. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I want to play for him. 
where I've been around Aaron Rodgers, I mean, just being honest at the Pro Bowl, I'm like, like this guy got to relax. And we always thinking that. We always like, this guy is different. But now Washington playing with his, being with his teammates, giving $35 million back to get, to, to get more players, like, he is changing every day, man, and I, I'm loving it. Here's what's so fascinating. Is Aaron Rodgers actually changing, or has he just been playing everybody all along? We all know Aaron Rodgers thinks he's smarter than everybody, and usually I'm like, come on, Aaron Rodgers, we caught you. He said, I wasn't vaccinated, or he said, I've been immunized, right, yeah. thinking he's smarter than everybody. But y'all do realize he never needed the $50 million from the Packers. Like, that dawned on me this morning. So Aaron Rodgers got the highest average annual value from the Green Bay Packers in $50 million. But the moment he went to the Jets, he gave money back. Right. So it was never actually about the money. It was about proving to the Green Bay Packers, I can get you to do exactly what I want you to do, even if I don't even want what I'm telling you to do. I just want to prove to you I'm in a power position. If Rodgers didn't want the $50 million, I bet the Packers probably still could have to some degree had Devontae Adams. To some degree. Mm -hmm. Devontae Adams went yeah, to the Raiders yeah. not exclusively because of money, but when right. you think about the taxes in Las Vegas versus the taxes in Green Bay, there was still a monetary discrepancy there. Rodgers never even needed the $50 million. He just wanted to prove to Green Bay he could get it because he instantly gave it back. He hasn't even cashed in on 35 mil of it, Joy. He's given 35 mil back. So that proves to me it, was, it hasn't even been about the money for Rodgers. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't have to be the smartest guy in the room if you've got all the leverage. Mm -hmm. He's always at all the leverage. <laughs> so, like, like Aaron Rodgers is a very calculated person. He, he does things on purpose. He says things on purpose. He puts himself in certain positions on purpose. He's, he reveals certain things about himself on purpose. I don't think he's just like running around doing stuff. So it, I, I think he is smart. But whether you're the smartest guy in the room or the dumbest guy in the room, if you're the dumbest guy in the room and you got all the leverage, it don't matter. Congrats on being smart. Pay me my money. Uh, yeah, right. So that's a good point. It's, 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 I hear you. But that's who Aaron has always been. I think that part of what's going on is new for Aaron because it's a new situation. He's never been in this situation before. When you go to a new situation, you can't say, oh, this is who I've always been. You've never had this experience before. Right. He's only ever played for the Packers. He's only ever played in Green Bay. He's always been the number one only guy. That's not necessarily the case in, in, in New York. We have, we have some responsibility on the plate of Robert Sala right now. We have some on Aaron Rodgers and now on the organization because he gave money back. There's young players that we all think are really talented. Yeah, we're, we're putting the pressure on the Jets because of Aaron Rodgers, but there'd be pressure on Robert Sala whether Aaron was there or not. So this is a completely new situation, not to mention it's New York City. It ain't Green Bay. It's going to be different this year. So it's hard for me to say this is who Aaron has always been. Aaron's always been calculated. I think that's, that's mm -hmm. still the same. But this guy that we're seeing might be a new Aaron because it's a new situation. Shady, when you went to Buffalo, you were with the Philadelphia Eagles. They drafted you. You had spent the majority of your career there. You led the league in rushing there. You were an all-pro, I believe, as well there. I led the league in touchdowns as well one year there. But then you go to Buffalo. Is there ever a situation or what did you do to try to prove to the Bills that, yo, I'm committed, I'm all in? Clearly, you didn't have the $35 million quarterback money to give back. But, like, did you do anything to go to greater lengths to try to prove your allegiance to the Bills? Well, 16 in the first year, since you're asking. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I can't really think of, like, one thing I just did in particular, but it was more just... I want them to know that, hey, listen, the, the guy you're getting, that you, that you heard about, the, the, the players you thought you're getting, you're getting him, right, and more. And I wanted to show my teammates that it wasn't about the money or I'm not this type of flashy player. Like, I, I truly care that I'm here. 
and, and I think that that's the thing with Aaron Rodgers with going out to these dinners and going out to these basketball games with his teammates to let them know that, listen, I am a Hall of Fame quarterback, but hey, I'm here for y'all and I'm happy to be here. And that's one thing you get traded or you go to a new place. You want to let the people know that I'm happy to be here. And that's the fans and that's the players. What bring? Because I would say right now, and most people have said Aaron Rodgers is in the honeymoon phase, that early period in a new relationship, either with the team or with an individual where everything is going great. You're trying to prove how great you are to them as they're trying to do the same to you. What brings a honeymoon phase to an end? Losing. Losing. I mean, you, they're doing all these things to talk about, you know, bringing a team together. But bring a team together with the chemistry to win. You do all this going to games and you're joking and this and that. God, he's getting new uh, jewelry and chain. That's cool. That's nice. Gave up 35 minutes. Wonderful. Yeah. You just losing. You 0-5 to start the year off. Ain't nobody going to care about that. And it is New York City. You gonna be in all the papers. You gonna be in all the blogs. You be everywhere. So, I guess it's great the things he's doing, and, and he's happy to beat her. And the Jets, they're embracing him. They're happy he's there. But when you start losing, that's when you gonna see the real honeymoon honeymoon uh, stage over. Like, oh man, let's get rid of him. Well, the honeymoon phase <laughs> did not last long right in Denver because the Broncos acquired Russell Wilson last year, but they instantly started losing, and they kept on losing. Well, now new head coach Sean Payton is in the building, but I'm still worried about what's going on in Denver because they've lost a lot of talent in the last 24 hours. We'll discuss that next. Remember, check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and in! And we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List. Your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations, or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, They've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Okay, Sean Payton recently called out Nathaniel Hackett, remember the former Broncos head coach. He said it was one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. Well, now Hackett is the Jets' offensive coordinator. Things are getting spicy, and he responded today. Speak up, coach. You know, we live in a glass house. We know that. 
We all live in different rooms. We all got a key for it. And it's one of those things that there's a code, there's a way things are done in that house. And, you know, this past week, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating and it sucks, but uh, we're all susceptible to it. It's unfortunate that that had to happen, uh, that the comments that were made, but hey, they did. I, I'll tell you, I was probably more surprised that they happened now. Was definitely expecting them in week five. I'm saying that. The more I watch that, the more irritated I get. They're like, what? The more irritated I get because, like, Nathaniel Hackett, stop playing the victim. Y'all were sorry. Sorry, sorry. And it wasn't like a secret. You know what they say in ball, Shady? The big eye in the sky don't lie. Don't never the lie. The big eye in the sky don't lie. What that means is that camera, that all 22, that end zone camera, that red zone mm. camera, it will tell the truth, and it's in 4K. We all saw how bad the Broncos were. So now Nathaniel Hackett acting like, you know, we're in all glass houses that you shouldn't throw stones. No, I'm not with that. I actually co-signed what Sean Payton said. The job was awful, one of the worst jobs we've ever seen, and I'm not really sure what Hackett getting at. You know what, real quick, I, I, I never understood why, like, if a player's not good and I say he ain't that good, people be mad at that. Sean Payne says, look, they did a terrible job as a coach. They looked bad as, as a team, and he did bad as a coach. Like, what's the problem with that? It's like, you shouldn't say it? Don't help me out with this. I'm serious. I, I, I think I, I'm always going to speak the truth. <laughs> I'm really thinking that we all know it was bad, but just don't tell the whole world. Okay. okay. Just don't tell the whole world. Note it. Look, note it. <laughs> note it. Okay. We didn't watch that live. Unfortunately, we didn't see it. It was terrible last year. Like, I mean, they were, they were bad, bad. Terrible. God. Bad, bad. Worst offense in the league. Here's the thing. You got, he's talking about, you know, 40 years of coaching and all that. And like, okay. So you, you wanted to fit all 40 years of coaching cliches in one press conference? One of them. I, I got, I mean, I had a, I ran out of space. What we got? Coach's kid, glass house, code, no excuses, unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> it's the way things are. Um, we're all susceptible. I own it. No excuses. Um, silver lining. This organization is great. Brought us together. Um, what, 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 I mean, I can't even read my own writing. Highs and lows. I mean, whew. But the one, the one we didn't play, but the one that irritates me the most about that, that salad of coaching cliches. You always put in one too many ingredients, you know? You're just making it. <laughs> right, 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 like, right. And then like, it's just like it's one too many salt. things yeah, that yeah, messed right. up the whole meal. You had all these ingredients and then the one one that messed it up, you do it for the love of the game. You are not a volunteer. This is not a charity. You get paid. I'm quite sure he gets paid. He gets paid, right? Answer, I don't want to make paid. sure I'm not saying as things that aren't factual. He's getting paid as a coordinator. He's yes. getting paid as a coordinator. Yes. He get paid to do that job in September. Them head coaching contracts oh, but, but, He wasn't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's still, still getting, getting paid. paid. So you got paid. Someone gave you a check. Probably direct deposit. They still giving him a check mm -hmm. from, from the Broncos. To do the job. So you don't do it for the love of the game. Can you love the game while simultaneously getting paid to coach? The game? Yes. So two things can be true. But what is not true is that you only do this for the love of the game. You do this as a job. And if you do a bad job and you get fired, there's consequences to that outside of you. There's an entire coaching staff that gets fired. They got to go find new cribs. And guess what? They ain't getting the head coach's check. Not. So their families have to move and their kids have to find new schools and, and, and their wife has to find a, a new spot to take the kids to eat lunch. And then you got the whole organizations, uh, players, and then the, 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 the training staff, and you got assistants, and you got executive assistants. Don't talk to me 
about how we're supposed to baby these coaches when this happens. Mm -hmm. Should Sean Payton violate a code? Absolutely. There's a coach's code, and it's within that fraternity, sorority of coaches that you shouldn't call out another coach for a bad job. Did he tell a lie? No. And when players are bad, Shady, you're right. What do we say to them? Cut them. They're bums. And yes, coaches get fired all the time, and we talk Mm -hmm. about coaches doing bad jobs as well. But let's be serious about what happened in Denver. If they are as bad in New York as they were in Denver last year, it will go down in history as one of the worst jobs as a history in the NFL, just like Denver was last year. It could cost Russ the Hall of Fame if he doesn't bounce back at a high level. Like, people are going to start questioning his entire credentials because of how bad it was in Denver. And maybe some of that is on Russ. Right. Some of it probably is. But some of it was also on the coaching staff because we have eyeballs and we watched those games. Eye in the sky don't lie. Never lie. You know what? And then actually, you was right about that. That's a good point about the coaches. Once they get fired, they got to figure out what they're going to do because they don't have no union. Mm -hmm. You know what? The coaches don't have no union. The coaches don't have no union. They don't. don't. So so the coaches don't. Now, the head coach, he get his money. Uh He ice paper. The other ones don't. They got to figure it out. So, and, and then the head coach, he might bring on some of the other guys. Yep. But, but for, for example, like, so he got cut as a head coach. Now he goes to the Jets as an offensive coordinator. But them other guys on his staff, they got to figure it Let out. Let me ask, do, do y'all at all, I don't want to say it, but do y'all feel bad for hacking? Nah. I don't feel bad for In the sense that we all watched how atrocious a job it is. His punishment was being terminated. Like, that was his punishment. Mm. Now Sean Payton is six, seven months later going to, for whatever reason, remind everybody what we already knew, how terrible of a job Hackett did. Hackett has been punished. He got fired. Now, he's still collecting checks, but as y'all know, checks. if you get fired. He's making, he made $4 million last year what, for, that, what, for that job. What hat is he wearing right uh, now? Wait, wait, they gave him $4 million for that job? I could do better than that for $2 million. <laughs> what I feel bad for right that now? guy. You crazy? Just have- is he employed? He's still employed. Is he an offensive coordinator in the NFL? He is. He is. Punishment feels like a, a, a harsh word for that. I mean, getting fired is it's still... It's a consequence of doing a bad job. Uh, yes. Correct. It, and but, I'm not, I don't like to advocate for people losing their jobs, of course. Like, this is... The, the world that we live in is very... I don't mind. It's very uh, winners, just winners and there's losers. Yeah. Competitive. But w- what on. I don't like is the idea that we, we minimize it to just Nathaniel Hackett. Like, you can get up there and, and, and say all these 45 different cliches and all that. That's fine. It's not just about you. It's not about you. There's players that lost their jobs because of that. There's people whose reputations could be could potentially permanently damaged because of the job that you did. Now, I don't think he tried to do a bad job, but w- what is it? Like, what, what is this bubble thing that, we, that we're supposed to say here? It was a terrible job. If you really don't care like that, say, we did a bad job, but I'm with the New York, I'm with the Jets now, we're moving on. We talk about code and all that. Code what? You think there's a coach's code? There is a code. There's a code. I, I, I didn't think coaches had no code. There's a code. I, I mean, I never, they probably never just, I mean, I never seen a coach like come at another coach, really. So I guess it may be, but a, you know, it's, it may be a secret code. Here, I don't know. Here's about. my thing, though. He did not say Nathaniel Hackett's name. But we know who we said. Man, about. Well, yes. Acha, but, hold but, up. but he said this. He said it was one of the worst coaching jobs. He didn't even say head coaching job. I don't even know. Wait, wait, wait. We're not doing loopholes. What coach are you talking about? Yeah, we're not going to do The entire staff. If I say that, man, Man, that Patriots team, man, they're, 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 they're poorly coached. 
Who am I talking about? All of them. Because last year, all uh, of them. But, 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 but the, the head man, head man runs of course, the show. Of course, the head man has to get the majority of the blame. Right. But as we know, last year with the Broncos, they were poorly coached offensively from top to bottom. Right, but, Jubies, but, but Sean head. Payton isn't talking about the third assistant, yeah. the, the, the right. running backs coach. He's talking about the but people making the decision. I don't decisions. think he was talking exclusively about Hackett. I think, I think the majority of saying, it was I think he was, I think he was saying yeah. that whole job was terrible. I think he was saying the whole job, but I think he's talking about, especially because it's Sean Payton. Like, this is where we're going to, like, I'm not, I'm not going to give loopholes to the situation. Sean Payton was talking about the head coach. <laughs> Sean Payton, we know Sean. He ain't picking on the little guy, like of the course. guy who doesn't have any say in the wins and losses, who's, who's, who's showing up today every, every day at work, probably underpaid or un- unappreciated. He ain't talking about that guy. That's not who he's talking about. Or woman. That's not who he's talking about. We're not in a loophole situation. It was Hackett. <laughs> and and that's, that's what he was talking about. And I think, honestly, that Sean walked in the building and was like, this is a disaster. This yeah. is way more work than I thought it was going to be. Happy to do it. But now I'm really starting from scratch. I'm going to have to build this organization up, which he has proven to, be done, to have done before. And it's going to be a lot of work. And also, this, in some ways, takes a little bit of heat off Russ. Does it? Sure. Because if it was that bad of a job and Russ looks better this year, then we are going to revisit this conversation that it really was Nathaniel Hackett and not Russell Wilson. I would say, though, that this actually puts more pressure on Peyton. Because if Peyton wants to say that the Broncos were so bad last year because of the coach, then the Broncos better improve this year because the coach changed. If the Broncos were so bad last year because of Russ and they're still bad, oh, it's not on you, Peyton, it's on Russ. But if you want to blame it on the coach and you change the variable, which is the coach, now the Broncos better it, be good It depends on how they look. If Russ doesn't look great, we're not blaming Sean Payton for it. We're just not. Sean Payton's a made man. We know what Sean Payton is capable of doing. But you have to blame Russ for it. Right. Or, or rather, you, if Russ does not look great this year, you have to, to some degree, look at Sean. No. No. I won't. I won't. Why, why, why? Because Sean Payton is supposed to be the master fixer. He's supposed to be the ultimate guru. He's supposed to be the co- coaching savant. But if Russ looks bad again... Then it was Russ. And it, and it wasn't all Nathaniel Hackett. And it, it certainly isn't Payton because Payton has shown the ability to win with, with just about anybody. Just about anybody. Yeah. It, 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 either way, we will be watching. And I cannot wait to see. Remember, week, wait for five, week five, Jets... Broncos, it is going down. Okay, coming up, Cowboys made big changes this offseason. I think those roster changes make the Cowboys a legitimate Super Bowl caliber team, but there will be some vehement disagreement on that thought. That's next on Speed. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download the Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. Okay, what matters in Dallas right now is winning a Super Bowl and ending the drought. Cowboys finished last season with a loss in the divisional round. But now it's a clean slate. Dak Prescott, he has some new weapons. And head coach Mike McCarthy, he's going to be calling plays with Kellen Morgan. Jerry Jones, owner and GM, said, quote, we will be improved from where we were last year. Close quote. 
Cowboys are Super Bowl caliber. They are. Whether we want to admit it, if we don't want to admit it, if we want to deny it because we don't like the way it sounds coming out of our mouths, the Cowboys are Super Bowl caliber. There's two very simple statements that lead me to believe this. One, this is the best the Cowboys have been under Dak Prescott. That's statement one. And two, this is the easiest the NFC has been since Dak Prescott has been commanding the Dallas Cowboys. Based upon both of those objectively true statements, the Cowboys have to be Super Bowl caliber. Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, we know that he is a Super Bowl caliber head coach. Dan Quinn, we know he is a Super Bowl caliber defensive coordinator. Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl caliber play caller. The Cowboys have a Super Bowl caliber roster. And even if you don't love Dak Prescott, what NFC quarterback do you love? Even if you don't love Dak, you love Kirk? You love Carr? You love Stafford coming off of last season with a couple head injuries. You love Jalen Hurts. He is an all-pro, hard to do. You go, yeah. But who do you love? So I think the Cowboys are as legit a Super Bowl team as I have seen with Dak Prescott at the helm. Shady, where do you stand? Are the Cowboys a Super Bowl team? I agree. I think so. There's no football being played. You got some camp, but there's no real football. And if you ask me right now, is the, the, the Dallas Cowboys, are they a Super Bowl team? Yes. You say this seriously. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. You look at paper, right? Look at because no football, but if you look at paper, I mean, they have experience. Yep. They, have, they have the coaching. They have so much talent. Then they added even more talent. When I look at this Cowboys team compared to any other team, not even the NFC, but around the league, this is one of the most talented teams True. out there. So when you ask me that, yes, on paper, yes. But in real life, in real life, number four has to play. And when he plays in the postseason, you know the results. So when you say Super Bowl, I, it's like I hear you, but I don't feel you. I feel it. You see what I'm saying? Ooh. Because they got to play, right? I, I do think that Stephon Gilmore is going to ball out. Yeah, absolutely. Diggs is going to ball out. Parsons is going to go crazy. I think Lamb. I think Lamb's going to ball out. Yeah. Collar's going to get He's going to ball out. Mm-hmm. Right? Brandon Cooks, he's going to give you something. But it's that one guy. It's that same guy every year. And the reason why they lost the playoff game against the Niners this year? Sure. He's still playing. But here, okay, let, let's Come be on. real, Shady. Let's, let's be, be real. Let's be real. Let's talk it. NFC quarterbacks. Playoffs. Car. Why does it matter? Why does that matter? Cousins. Purdy. He lost to a rookie. He lost to the last pick in the draft. So don't give me no quarterbacks. That don't even matter. Matter of fact, take that out your mouth. Pause. <laughs> give me that. Throw it over here. Because it don't matter. It don't matter who's the quarterback. Because he's that quarterback. You get what I'm saying? I feel it. Yeah, so like, it's like as much as you don't want me to talk about number four, as much as you don't want me to keep it honest, I got to. And I think that's a Super Bowl team, talent-wise, coaching, experience. But the main position, why they can't win, <laughs> he's still there. We'll revisit that. We he will revisit there. that. Look, oh, look, look at him. I know y'all seen them picks he threw at camp. Is this one of them? Did you see them picks they had on camp? Yeah, well, he threw, he he did throwing them. double he coverages. That's the, first, that's the first install you know. Look off the safety, and if he don't move, don't throw it. I don't let me get started. It's too early. Right, it's too early in the show. It's too early in the show. Joy, are the Cowboys a Super Bowl team? Um, they have the talent to be a Super Bowl team. Yes, yes. They, yes, they do. They have the talent to be a Super Bowl team. Let's go back in time a little bit. 49ers with Brock Purdy, the last pick in the NFL draft. Last pick. A rookie. We're averaging... A league best 34.8 points per game going into their playoff matchup with the Cowboys. The Cowboys defense, not the offense, the defense 
held that team that was averaging 34.8 points. 34.8 points per game. Yeah. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of points, even for the NFL, even in the passing Hello. league. Hello. 30, it's almost 35 points per game. Held them to 19, 19 points. The number one offense in the league. And I would always say, Shady, what was the number one offense in the league? The number one offense in the league. 19. The number one offense in the league couldn't score 20 points. Who's on the other side? The seventh round rookie quarterback. So the defense is talented enough. Yep. They did their, they did more than their job. Putting up 35 on every day. Boom, 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 boom. 19 points. Score 20 points. And the 19 you talking about, how they got them points. Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't like uh, Purdy was just dotting them up. Dak gave up, picks, gave them turnovers. Yeah. turnovers. It was in the red zone. That's the truth. But here, here's my thing, though. We can't. Who do you have more faith in in the playoffs, though? That's what I'm trying to ask. It don't, Shanahan. <laughs> Shanahan. More than McCarthy? Here, here's the thing. More than this, McCarthy? This, this I mean, the, lately. This, this is the problem. This is the problem. You beat him twice this in the last two years. last two years, first of all. But anybody. Anybody at quarterback. Literally. Anybody. <laughs> Brock Purdy did an amazing job. But Brock Purdy is literally anybody. He was the last pick in the NFL draft. He did an incredible job, and he has probably earned himself a starting, starting position in this league. He's literally anybody. He's the last pick in the NFL draft. Like okay. nobody wanting for seven like, rounds. Seven they times. didn't want him. They didn't want him six rounds for six rounds. But here, right. but here's what here's what y'all are not answering for me. Help what? us out. Help when us. I get to the playoffs and I'm thinking about the quarterbacks that Dak Prescott has to face uh-huh. in the NFC and route to the Super Bowl. Let's talk about him. Clearly, we'll put Jalen Hurts in a box. I'll get to him at the end. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, okay. Eric Carr, mm-hmm. Jordan Love, Justin Fields. Maybe Kyler Murray, Murray with the late resurgence. Hopefully Matthew Stafford is healthy and available. Maybe him. Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Goff, I may have said him already. Uh, Desmond Ritter for the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe him. Some rookies. Uh, some rookies. Like, like uh, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Like, who are you picking Jared. over Dak Prescott? What? Because what we cannot do is jump over his five-touchdown game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers (laughs) to exclusively ridicule his divisional game against the 49ers. Why not? Because that they both have. Oh, wait, hold hold up. Yeah, he did win a playoff game in the first round of playoffs against against the worst team in the playoffs. Yes. Right? And did a a great job. Won won a playoff game. We know he can win a playoff game. Kirk Cousins can win a playoff game. Lots of guys win at playoff game. Daniel Jones won at playoff game. And what happened to him in the next game? Did he win that playoff game? Smoke. Right? So you keep, we keep talking about the Cowboys and what they're going to do in the postseason. You haven't been, forget a Super no, no, no. Bowl. He keeps. Forget a Super yeah, Bowl. I'm off, I'm off. Get to the NFC Championship game. We're skipping a, a, a round, a significant round, <laughs> like a game you got to play to get to the Super Bowl, which is the NFC Championship game. Can, can they get there first? I would think they can this year because with the talent improvements, they, they have to. Like they, they, they have, have to. to. We're doing that thing again. We're doing that thing again. Have to, should, would, when, when, could. When we, when we talk about all the, like you name all these quarterbacks, Right? Mm-hmm. That he has to go against. But, like, he went against Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy for the future is going to be really, really good. Yeah. Right? He's young. He's going to grow. I think he's going to be, like, really good. But not right now. He's, he's just okay right now. And, and the reason that they lost or won that game wasn't because of Brock Purdy. No, not at all. You see what I'm saying? Dak, so in my, my mind, Dak lost that but my, game. But my thing is when you be, uh, when you argue this point about who's he facing in the playoffs, like, 
Purdy didn't win that game. Dak won that game for the Niners. True. You get what I'm saying? But given the fact, Shady, that the Cowboys are substantially better based on their roster than they were last year. I mean, yes. Were they better. bad last year? No, they, they had bad. a, they had a, the, the, probably yeah, the like number one, I don't know, but like, I'm going to guess the number one scoring defense in the league, Who? meaning the, the, the Cowboys scored points for the Cow- Cowboys defense was score points. The, yeah, the defense was good. Top five, defense, top, five top five defense and the number one offense in the league. Yeah. How but, much better did they need to be? Because the difference, though, between that championship game was a possession. The difference was a possession. It usually is. Exactly right. I believe that Stephon Gilmore, Brandon Cooks are worthy of a possession. You would hope that Mike McCarthy calling plays can make up for a possession. But the problem is, it's not the possession. It's, it's Dak giving up possessions. Them picks counted. Like, th- this is my thing about this whole Dak Prescott and Dallas Cowboys. It's like, I know he's a good guy. I know we like him. I get it. Well, y'all like him. I, I get it. I don't know him. But my thing is, like, what he does in the game matters. You're talking about these possessions. He gave up possessions to get picks. He almost gave up another possession, but the dude dropped it. Yeah, Greenlaw, Greenlaw dropped the pick. Dropped so I was like, pick. as much as we want to talk about the Cowboys being a great team and a playoff team, which they can be. It's not playoff, but Super Bowl team. It can be, but it's the one position but here, that okay, holds him back. That's fair. That is fair. That is fair. Over that and over fair. again. You just talked about the, 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 the eye in the sky. Don't lie. You just talked about that. It don't lie. And every time we watch this eye in the sky, and he looks down, and he watches tape, what happens? Who loses the game for him? Right. You're right. The same person. But outside of Jalen Hurts, and mind you, Jalen Hurts. You're doing it again. Go ahead. Mind you, Jalen Hurts, too, has yet to win a Super Bowl. But outside of Jalen Hurts, and you can add Matthew Stafford, even though he's dealt with health injuries the last two years. Outside of Jalen Hurts, I'm wondering, like, what NFC quarterback has proven to you that you'll bet on them? You know, you know what quarterback that Dak Prescott can beat or the Cowboys can beat? You know who? Dak Prescott. He can't beat his own, he's in his own way. Pick, 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 pick. It's the truth. And I'm not even joking. I'm being serious. When you watch that game, like, the, the Cowboys should have won that game. I know everybody in that locker room, uh-oh, his, uh-oh, he's it's back at it. He's back at it. Who would throw that ball? Who? Oh. It's training camp. I don't know. No, nah, dog. That's, that's just the best of, yeah, I can't. Are we, I yeah. Even, you know what, America, don't even watch that. That's, I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's I don't know. But what I'm saying, when you, when you watch him play, it's like, okay, the, all the jokes aside, it's like, he loses these games for his team. Everybody in that locker room, you notice from being in the locker room. When you lose a game, we're a team, right? Mm-hmm. We lose together, we win together. But every once in a while, you're like, all right, bro. You look at me, I'm looking at you like, you know who lost that game. He's tripping. But here's People my, felt that. But here's my thing, Joy. There is no Jimmy Garoppolo in the NFC who has a phenomenal playoff record. There's no Aaron Rodgers in the NFC who has a phenomenal playoff record. There's no Drew Brees in the NFC. There's no Tom Brady in the NFC. All there is in the NFC is Matthew Stafford, who had a concussion last year, came back, got put back in concussion protocol, and then dealt with the shoulder the year before. And there is Jalen Hurts, who has four playoff games in his career, and I believe he is three in two. Jalen Hurts is way better. I don't even want to talk about that. Jalen Hurts was an all-pro last year, and he he, he, he went to the Super Bowl. No, I'm just just, bad as the team of the match. Okay, but but Jalen Hurts is... and And his two years are starting... Am I correct? Two years to start, right? Two and two. Jalen Hurts is two and two, excuse me. Bro, him, he took his team on with the Super Bowl. He at, did. At the second year starting. I'm not saying that. What I am saying. Most people can't do that. What I am saying is this. When you look at all of these NFC quarterbacks, there aren't a lot It didn't of matter good last ones. year. That's it didn't right. matter last year, good ones. But again, I don't want to discredit Brock Purdy. But because Brady, Rodgers. He's in a different category now. But at the time, Brock Purdy was literally anybody. 
He was the last pick in the NFL draft. Rookie. Rookie. Thank you, Shady. He's literally anybody. Like, literally anybody. He had no experience in the NFL and was the last pick in the draft. The Niners were like, cool, take it. Don't tell me this was a planned pick. It's the last pick in the draft. Stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. He didn't play that well that game either. He did. But, but, but they still lost. So if he still plays bad, and he's, and he's everything she just said, a young rookie, just happy to be there, the last pick in the draft, he didn't play well, and they still lost. Why do you keep talking well, yeah, about Yeah, why does it matter who all these other quarterbacks are? you talk about they beat Brady. Brady was, and I, that's, my, that's my boy. I love Brady. He, they were like 89 last he's year. not great. They weren't a good team. No, no. Great. I'm, the team wasn't that good at all. They were losing team. And he beat them. And then that, you, you, everybody's all hype, and they played a good team, <laughs> and then Dak showed up. I'm just, I'm saying, I don't, pick, I know pick, that pick, the Cowboys pick, are, are going to make the playoffs. I know they're going to be a good team. How could they not? Right. They, how could they not? They were, what, 4-1 and one without Dak last year? Ooh, Cooper, rush time. You know they're a good team. Oh, and, and, and we're well coached, too, because you don't do that. You don't step in with, with a backup like that and win like that if you're not well coached. Right. Roll either. either. So we know they're a good team. Of course they're going to make the playoffs. I even think they'll win a playoff game. But we're talking about the Super Bowl. We're not talking about winning a playoff game. Mm-hmm. You got to win multiple playoffs. I guess. Games. I guess. Really, what it is for me is this: what I am saying, what y'all are saying, rather about Dak Prescott. It could be said of any quarterback in the NFC not named Jalen Hurts. It but could the difference is. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. We don't talk about those other quarterbacks like that. Only the Cowboys, That's which true. is fine. I'm on board. I participate. I'm 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 on on the side, okay? I'm I'm I've, I perpetuate this Cowboys life, all right? Because I'm on television and people like to talk about the Cowboys, and I like talking about the Cowboys. So I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that, but we don't have those expectations of those quarterbacks. Can I ask one question before you get done with this? Because since you want to talk about other quarterbacks, if you put <laughs> your guy Geno Smith mm-hmm. on the Cowboys, do they do the same or do, they do better or do they do I worse? I think they would have done the same as last year. Okay, if you put a guy like Kirk Cousins. Do they do the same or do they do worse or do better? I think slightly worse. Or the same, but they don't do better. But I'm just saying, for this, the reason why I'm saying all this is because I think this team is so, so good Mm -hmm. that basically you could put anybody quarterback with the Cowboys. And they can do the same thing that Dak's doing. The truth. That's the truth. That's fair. Come on. Because they lead them all the way to the playoffs. Because Rush Iron shows you that they can win without him, right? That's That's how you win. Okay, you get to the playoffs. Last year, they lose to the Niners. At home, and this year they lost to the Niners on the road. But in that same breath, I don't know that I would take outside of Jalen Hurts, and even Jalen Hurts with the Cowboys would be fascinating. Who are you taking outside of Dak Prescott to lead the Cowboys? Like, 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 let's, let's keep it a butt. Oh if you want to say that nobody could do worse, I would also suggest outside of who Hurts. Who could do better? Nope. I mean, I, That's I, what I'm saying. That's what I'm Who I, could I, do my, better? My, my thing is, with, man, with that team, though, like, I'm just being honest, like, that's a really good team, Acho. Defense and offense. And then another thing, they have, they have experience. They ain't got like God in one the first year, the second year playing these big roles. They got really a lot of experience, a lot, a lot of, of talent. Yep. Come on. So like, it's like you, could, you can say what you want about the NFC quarterbacks, but it's like for Dak to have that type of team, what are you showing? You haven't shown me much. I think a healthy Matthew Stafford would. Absolutely. Right? Actually, I know a, ma- a healthy Matthew Stafford. She asked a question. Because he won my, my, a Super Bowl. I watched him do it with a very talented. Yo, man, she asked a question on me. Please. Yeah. I, I, I'm not convinced. I'm uh, not. He already won a Super Bowl, so. Wait, wait. You think, you think oh, my God. Do, do you think the Rams what? team was, was exponentially Better. more talented? I won't say exponentially, but I think Sean McVay. Dak on, on that team, they don't win. It's a Super Bowl. 
You're right. Colin. I, I will give. I will give you. Yeah, you drinking this cowboy juice? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up, you got to talk about guys like Stafford, Goff, Kirk Cousins, a lot of veteran quarterbacks here on the hot seat. Which ones are going to get going or otherwise get gone? That is next on Speak. We're gonna break it down for you. What quarterbacks got to put up or Ooh, shut up next? I messed up. What happened? Jared Goff. What's up, family? It's time to talk about these quarterbacks, but to do that, you know what I need. I need the pill. All right, let's get right to it. Veteran quarterbacks, I was thinking, they have a lot to prove. Bear with me. Guys like Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, are they still having a lot left in the tank, or is it time for them to go ahead and maybe move on? Let's talk about the quarterbacks that need to get going or get gone, meaning it might be time for them to play somewhere else this season. First up, a name we all know very well, Derek Carr. Nine seasons, y'all. Nine seasons, but he's only posted a winning record two times. Shady McCoy, Derek Carr, is he going to get going or is it time for him to get gone? I think he gets gone. I'm sorry, gets going. <laughs> no, I, I love his game. He's a hell of a player. He's, he's older. He's a vet. They need a quarterback like that. They got some talent and some experience. He has a really good defense, so he'll get the ball a lot. The running game with uh, Alvin Kamara, so I think they got something going on. We'll see. I think he gets going. Look at that division. I mean, you look, we just talked about quarterbacks and quarterbacks you trust. Who in that division do you trust? That's true. And he's highly motivated. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder this year. They have a lot of talent still. And, you know, I think Sean Payton set that team up for the future as Colts Come on, Derek. as well. So I think Derek gets going. Okay, let's get going to Matthew Stafford. This is the interesting one. In case you all have missed it over the last two weeks, remember, the Rams asked Stafford to take a pay cut. Stafford said, nah, I'm good on that. The Rams drafted in the fourth round a two-time national champion in Stenson Bennett at quarterback. Shady Matthew Stafford, he's won a Super Bowl, but that does not mean all is great in Los Angeles. Will he get going or get gone? He's going to get going. Matthew Stafford's that guy. He's the best thrower of any quarterback in the NFC. We know that. This is the same guy that won a championship in Cooper Cup. It's healthy. He's ready to roll. So, yes, I think he gets back to going Ooh. and doing his thing like normal. Shocked. Joy. You know I've been on the Rams. It was <laughs> Rammer time. <laughs> yes. Matthew Stafford, first of all, is the best quarterback in that division. Easy. Easy. Without question. Easy. Without question. He, he's still a great quarterback. And if he's healthy, he just won a Super Bowl two years ago. He did. And I hope Matthew Stafford comes out and cooks. I'm tired of this disrespect. I'm tired <laughs> any, of this disrespect for McVay. I'm tired of disrespect for Cooper Cup. I'm tired of disrespect for the best player in the National Football League. Aaron Donald. Thank you. So, I, I, yes, I think Matthew Stafford gets going. Okay, here's an interesting one because Jimmy Garoppolo just got going from the San Francisco 49ers, and he is now in Las Vegas. But he has had trouble passing his physical, y'all. Had trouble passing. Passing his physical with a foot injury. Shady, will Jimmy G get going or might he be one and done and get gone in Vegas? It's so hard oh, no. to say goodbye to Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah, look, listen. I hate to tell the Raiders this. Devontae Adams, I'm sorry, bro. Hell of a player, my number one wide receiver, but your quarterback is not like that. And we all going to see when you're not with the Niners and you got to play quarterback for real, and can't rely on the defense, can't rely on the, the running game and the, and the offensive lineman, you're going to see what happens. He's going to be gone. Woo. As in cut, cut. 
Where you at, Joy? Like quarterback for real. Yeah, like it's handed off. Jimmy G was playing for fake. Yeah. Jimmy G was playing for fake. I mean, here's the thing. I I like Jimmy G. And Jimmy G has shown the ability to be confident, even when he was with the Patriots, with uh, with um McDaniel and the in the Patriots. He's been, he's shown the ability to be competent. Yep. But like Shay said, he's gonna have to actually win some games, and the health thing is always a concern with Jimmy G. It's unfortunate because they do have some talent there, but him, him staying upright has always been an issue, and if he's not available again this year, I don't know how you could possibly put faith in his body moving forward. Ooh, well, let's move forward to Jared Goff entering his third season with the Lions, but here is the pivotal detail. No more guaranteed money after this year. The Rams moved off of Jared Goff, instantly won a Super Bowl. The Lions might be thinking to themselves, Jared Goff is standing in our way. I get it. He had a Pro Bowl season, but y'all know what they say. Good is not good enough. Shady, Jared Goff, he going to get going or get gone? Getting going, giving out crazy work. I love Jared Goff. I think he's a hell of a player. He's getting better and better and better over and over again. He has some highs, he has some lows, but he's always getting better and better. That's what I love about him. Last year, the top five offense, so I expect him to do the same thing this year. Yeah, I expect Jared Goff to get going. The difference between the Rams and the Lions is the Rams were in a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. The Lions are still building and coming into their own. I have some reservations still, but I love the momentum that the Lions have been building year in and year out. They're building a culture. They have the desire. You, You see even when they're losing, they're playing like they're winning. It's just a weird feeling when you watch the Lions. Like, dang, they really lost that game? Like, they did everything they could to win that game. They're just right there. So I think they're building on it, and the division is going to be very different this year. So I have faith in Jared Goff. Kirk Cousins, one of the most polarizing figures in football, not because of his personality, but because of the opinions about him. Now, Kirk Cousins, his sixth season with the Vikings, the furthest he has ever gone is a divisional round L. Shady, Kirk Cousins, he gonna get going or get gone? I like Kirk. He's gone. He's gone. I mean, I feel like you can't get better with him, right? They're, 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 the Vikings are as good as they're going to get. And with him, you need something good better. It's a good point. He's like Dak Prescott. The difference is, he, Dak plays for the Cowboys, he plays for the, the Vikings. And y'all know, you know. <laughs> Joy, what do we know? What happens with Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Get going? I think he gets going in his own... Kirk Cousins-y kind of way. Like I just said, this division's different. Aaron Rodgers is out of it now. I do think it's going to be, I think every team in the division is going to be better except for the Packers. So the competition will be a little different this year. Kirk Cousins is good enough to win the division. He's good enough to win a playoff game. I don't know how far you can go with him. But for certain organizations, that's enough. You know, he's going to win regular season games. He's shown the ability to do that. And he's another year in the system. So maybe that helps him. I think he gets going Kirk Cousins style. Here's what's interesting, though. How much longer can you tolerate Kirk Cousins type of play in the sense that he's good, but shady, as you alluded to, good isn't necessarily great. You can't keep wasting away Justin Jefferson. Jordan Addison, first round pick wide receiver, former Valentikoff winner, best wide receiver in college. He's there. Like, at what point are you fed up with Kirk? He is very good. Very good. But he's not necessarily great. Joy, shady. Ask, ask the Washington football What are they, the commanders now? Right? Commanders. Ask the Washington football team how much worse things can get without Kirk Cousins. Yeah. That's why I always put a little respect on Kirk Cousins. 
You want to franchise tag him, pay him a bunch of money. You don't want to have a long-term solution. What they've been through, like 15 quarterbacks now, we don't even talk about the Washington football team anymore. So, yes, you you can do better than Kirk Cousins, but you sure can do a lot worse real quick as well. Unless you get blessed with having an owner that has his favorites, like the Cowboys. It always comes back. To the Cowboys. Okay, here's what's so unfortunate. The Denver Broncos been dealing with a lot of serious injuries at wide receiver. You lost Patrick. You've also lost K.J. Hamler. But Sean Payton also been in the news for not great reasons. How concerned should we be about Payton's new squad? That is next on Speed. All right, Family America was up late last night and almost saw the U.S. Women's National Team get eliminated from the World Cup. Thankfully, the U.S. was saved by the woodwork on a stoppage time shot from Portugal, and the 0-0 draw was good enough to advance the U.S. to the round of 16. Things got a little testy after the game with some commentary, uh, but Joy, what is your commentary? How are you feeling after we squeak through to the next round? We gotta handle. We gotta handle business next round. No more playing around. No more draws. It's gotta be. It's gotta be convincing. We're in the next round. That's all that matters. And if you end up winning it, then uh, this will be a conversation we've completely forgotten about. But we, we should have won that one. Definitely. Like a little nervous. Nah, nah. I'm gonna say it. They gotta do better. Like Carly said, we gotta do better. They gotta do better. Come on now, it's America. You got the whole country wide for y'all girls. Let's go. We need it. Come on. Okay, well, as we transition back to the NFL, the Broncos have to do better. You see right there, wide receiver Tim Patrick. He suffered a torn left Achilles, and he is out for the season. Mind you, he tore his ACL last season and missed that time as well. Wide receiver K.J. Hamler waived by the team. Oh. Currently dealing with a mild heart irritation. Joy, I am worried about the Broncos. Yeah. We are talking about them for all the wrong reasons. Right now in camp, as Shady said just 30 minutes ago, all you can do is assess what you see on paper. But what I see on paper is the Broncos wide receiver position dwindling. I yeah. see pass catchers for Russell Wilson, whether it is K.J. Hamler, who has dealt with injuries. But y'all remember, he was a top three round pick. He was nice at Penn State. I thought he had a promising future. I still believe he does. Tim Patrick, the Broncos were depending on him. Injured. Injured. Are you worried? How worried should we be about the Broncos? I mean, I think we should be worried. They're, they're not coming in with a great situation to begin with. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were a terrible team last year. So, Let's, let's keep the expectations reasonable here. They went and got Sean Payton for a reason. They're paying Russell Wilson for a reason. So as badly as things went, it's going to take some time to get this back on track, despite all these things that are happening in camp. Everybody's dealing with injuries. It's camp. If you get through camp with minimal amount of injuries, that's, that's the goal, right? Like, get ready for the season and try and have as few injuries as possible. We're already seeing Joe Burrow, Jalen Ramsey. You're seeing teams have issues all over the league. So I don't like to put too much on the injury situation unless it's, like, the Ravens who lost all four of their running backs in one training camp, something, something extreme. It's going to take some time to get this team back on track. I'm not anticipating the Broncos are going to be in the playoffs this year. I'm not anticipating that they're going to be some, some great turnaround story. It's now, going to take a process. Like, I don't... Because I watched what happened last year, and all of that has to be resurfaced. You, you, you ever do a, a, a cleanup job in a house that's been torn down? It's a mess. You got to replace the lighting. The electricity's bad. You got to get a new dishwasher. Forget it if you got to do bathrooms in a kitchen. It's a disaster. I don't know, Shady, not to pivot the conversation. And a new roof. 
I'm not giving I'm not giving the Broncos that much time, and I don't know how much time it should take Sean Payton. Like, if I was talking about an unproven coach, like again Nathaniel Hackett, maybe. But when I think about Sean Payton, I would hope he could come in and turn the Broncos around right away. Like, I would hope that Sean Payton is capable of doing that. But I, I think the only reason why, well, first of all, I am worried about the Broncos. And it's like, the only reason why we are even giving them a shot yeah. is because of Sean Payton and a good defense. Because when you watch this team, even in that division, when you look at the talent, they're, I mean, are, they're sitting in last, I feel like. And they just add these injuries on there. And um, Javante um, 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 Williams. Williams, a really, really good running back, he was injured last year. He's coming back. So we don't know what to expect. And, and I look at this team, I just don't, the talent level is not matching with all the other t- teams in the AFC and in, that, and in their division. How so, do you say? How do you say? I, I, mean, I can't get down with that, bro, because I think about him as the receiver man. position. Cortland Sutton plus Jerry Judy. Okay. Defensively, you already got a lockdown corner in Patrick Sutton. Oh, Sir- oh, hold on. Why, so, why are you pausing oh, me? Oh, offense. So let's go to offense, right? Yep. So, so Cortland Sutton, he's pretty he's good. Nice. But in Judy, I think Judy has talent, but... Yeah, he hasn't... But, t- have t- you t- but, Correct. I haven't seen no production. Correct. I could go out there and, and still give you, but I need to see on the field, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then the Russ. Uh, Russ used to be really, really good. Used, I'm going to say it used to be really, really good. The last time we see him play... Bad, bad. Look, bad, bad. So when you talk about what the talent is, let's talk about it. Jerry Judy's still unproven. Sure. Talent, but still unproven. Yep. And then and Russ was just like... But, but I'm saying, on. if you're talking talent, Russ is obviously talented. Right, you've had a bad season. Well, I'm but he's saying, but talented. You, you know why you can't say that? He went from cooking, cooking yeah. with the Broncos or to, with, with the Seahawks to making oodles and noodles with, with Denver. You can't use him as a dude that has. To, I'm just being. I mean, <laughs> I'm being serious here though. We gotta see it before we give Russ that tag again. Okay, he's back. We gotta see it first. <sighs> I'm not with you though. Bro. Yeah. Nah, because like, Joy, if you can be that bad in one season then you can be that good the next. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Like, Rodgers was Aaron was bad. nowhere near that. Aaron he was, was not Aaron near was that. Aaron was not as bad no, as Russ was. Aaron Rodgers, if you want to talk about okay. the, the, the discrepancy, the fall, you could say the fall was equivalent. Aaron wasn't as bad as Rodgers, but Aaron was better the year before than Rodgers. So if you want to talk about the delta between performances, well, we also you don't absolutely know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be good with the Jets. We're assuming that. Exactly. Why aren't we making that same assumption with Russ? Because it was bad because they won four games last year. And they won five. But what I'm thinking... Look, only... Listen. Only God performs miracles. And I ain't giving Sean Payton that. I love him dearly. Like, he's a great coach. And he's proven. But we're talking about turning an organization around that had the worst offense in the league last year. Russ looked bad. Everything was a dumpster fire. I don't expect them to be competing for the division this year. Now, next year, you've got a whole, you've got a whole process. Really not even next year. When you talk about turning a team around from being as bad as the Broncos were, it's really a three-year job, if we're being honest. Oh, I can't get with that. Here's why I can't. Because I've, I've lived it. So, and Shady, you've lived a, it. How long did it take Sean Payton so, to turn so, around the so Saints? What, the so Saints what, were so a disaster. What, how long did it take him to turn around the Saints? So what do you say? You, you I, think that the, tell me I, what you think. I think he should be able to turn it around this year. Again, turn around is in what? Like, turn it around is in 10 wins, 9 wins, 11 wins. Somewhere in there. 11, 11 wins? Ten, nine, 9 to 11. 11 wins. 11 wins, he's the greatest coach of all time. They won five games last year and Russell only won four. Here's why. Again, I believe your experience is your expertise. I was in Philly <laughs> and you were in Philly okay, let's when it. Chip Kelly came to Philly. Okay. We all feel our own ways about Chip Kelly, but I do recall Chip came to Philly and we 
instantly won 10 games, instantly won the division, instantly went to the playoffs, instantly hosted the Saints. The year before, obviously a lot went on health-wise with the Eagles team. I wasn't there at the I'm time. I miss five games. I never right. That's why I said hold, 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 went on health-wise. The, 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 the point that you're missing, though, right, I talked about the talent. I don't see that the, the, the Broncos have a lot of talent. The Chip Kelly team, I mean, God dang. What were we? Ten, what you mean? Oh, talented. Talented. Correct. But I'm saying I have right. seen, seen a coach take a four-win team to a 10-win division. Not even I've seen it. I was there. <laughs> he took a four-win team to a 10-win division there. winning He team. took them there because we know coach. We know Chip Kelly is not a good NFL coach. He took them there or the talents on the team took them there? He, uh, he, he took them there. So, so, in my mind, absolutely. Okay, but hold up. In, in, in 2011, we won a division. 2012, we got hurt. A lot of players got hurt, et cetera, right? Had a bad year. Then 2013, that's when your boy came. That's when your boy came. And then we won. But our team was so talented. Yes. When I watch this, uh, this Denver team, they don't – you think they're talented? I, yeah, I, I do. Because got all these injuries. The guy's unproven. The quarterback is but, – But, like, when you that think – That matters. When, when I think about talent, like, how many just dogs do you Where need? would you rank the Broncos' talent in Ooh. their division? Third. Ooh. Yeah, third. Obviously, they're behind – Really? You got offensively charged. You get me mad. Oh, wait, 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 wait. They third or they last? I would lead us. I would leave speak, speak for at least defense? Two. We talking about Arsenal offense, right? Yes. I'm, I'm talking about the whole team, really. Oh, third. Whole team for sure third. Better than Raiders. For sure okay, better okay. than Raiders. Come oh, on now. Okay, okay. Let's for go off. Sure. Offense. Offense alone? Because the defense don't need no fixing. The defense right. is good. We're talking, talking about offense. Champagne is there to solve the yes, offense. Sir. Yes, sir. Okay. That's true. So that let's go true. back. So what are they right now? Big guy? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're tied. So they're, they're, all right, so they're tied with the Raiders. What you mean? Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. about before you go, Joy. The leading rusher plays for the Raiders. Not, not, not currently. Oh, not currently. He's, he's not going to miss a year. He's not going to miss a year. Okay, that's one. And then Devontae. He's not signed. I mean, Devontae Adams going to play. Josh going to be there, and, and, so, and so is Devontae. Russell Wilson or Jimmy Garoppolo, America. Russell or Jimmy G? No, 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 G? no, 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 no. Jimmy G and last year's Russell. You see what I'm saying? Last year's Russell and Jimmy. They like, whoa. I just think that the expectations need to be reasonable for this year. Like, if Sean right. doesn't end up turning the team around, then we can have that conversation. But not for this year. Like, this year, I need to see Russ get back to being Russ. All right? Or looking competent. I want a competent-looking team. Not the, not the pre-snap penalties, not the chaos, not the clock running out, all that goofy stuff that was going on last year. That's, that's too low. To me, that's just too low of a bar. Shanahan got Wait, to the are Lions. all the other teams like, oh, we're playing the Broncos this week. Let's let them, let's let them, we want to make sure they get back on track. Like, they're not playing NFL teams that are competent no, in China. They, they absolutely are, but there's levels to this. And to me, Sean Payton's on another level. And when I think about I agree. great coaches, I agree. great coaches show up and they turn it around. Quick. But Sean turn McVay? it around. If they won, if they won. Seven. If, if Russ doubled his wins this year. Eight. Doubled his wins. He got eight wins. Here, let me finish my thought. Let me, let me finish my thought. I'm Sean, Mc, Sean McVay showed up and turned the Rams around instantly. Doug Peterson showed up and turned the Jags around instantly. Brian Dayball showed up and turned the Giants around instantly. Kyle Shanahan showed up and turned the Niners around as soon as Jimmy G showed up. Instantly. If you are a great coach, we have seen it year after year. I mean, you show up. You, got, you, yeah, got turn, you turn, turn your turn team around. around. Turn around. Absolutely. How many games did the Giants win this year? Nine, and they made the playoffs. Nine games, and they made the playoffs yes. because of what? Brian Dable. Right. Nine games. Won nine games. So if, if they double their wins, they will be at eight yeah. wins. Okay. Okay. 
All right? The, the, the Broncos won five last year. So let's just say that Russ wins twice the amount of games that he won last year. That would be eight wins. Let's give it nine. That's not a turnaround to you? Now, that that's is. not anywhere near enough okay. to make so, the so, so, playoffs so, so, in the I, AFC. I, I, can, I can buy that. That is. I think if he wins nine, that's what I expect. I expect nine, 10, 11. I think it'll take... No. Don't do that. Don't Nine wins and 11 wins is two different football it teams. It is. It is. But to me, like, <laughs> no, a nine that's, wins... No, 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 no. Same thing. No, it ain't the same thing. Three million, nine five million, three million. First of all, nine wins and 11 wins and 10 wins, there's, there's double-digit wins and then there's single-digit wins. Nine wins is... Single digit. It is. 10 wins, but, 11 wins is a different football team. But here's, I, I class, again, I class, we all do our things how we do our things. I classify it different. I think 14 wins and above, you're elite. I think that 9 to 11 wins, you're good. I think 6 and below, you're bad. I think 7 to 9, you go, you, you I right. Like, when I think about who the Giants were last year and who the Chargers were and who the Jags were and who, um... The Bucks were like they, they oh, were all the oh, same nine, team. Like okay. they're all the same. They were all someone nine, someone ten, someone eight, someone the one. AFC they're all the same is different team. than the NFC. Sure. This division alone has the Chiefs and the Chargers in it. It's not nine and eleven wins. If they win eleven wins, forget it. He's the greatest coach of all time. From last year. But we've 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 seen it though. I mean, he's a great coach, so, I mean, I hope he I'm does. Not, I hope he does, too. But I'm I, just saying, I, the expe- I I, my expectations are not that they don't, high. They don't have enough to do that. And he ain't Andy Reid. I'm going to say that, too. He ain't Andy Reid. Andy Reid might do that. He can't do that. He's a really, really good coach. He's one of my favorites. But he ain't Andy Reid. He went, I he mean, Andy Reed now. Sean Payton went from 3-13 and 13 to 10-6 and 6 when he showed up with the Saints. Who's his quarterback? I forget. I'm, won a division. Wait, Tom, his quarterback. I, his me. quarterback won a Super Bowl in Drew Brees, and Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl. His quarterback never won And they're not, they, they not in the same boat, right? I, I Russell and, and we, Drew's on the same boat? Yes. I think we need to watch some, um, I'm done talking some of the tape from done, Russ done, last year. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Don't They're not in the same boat. <laughs> I'm done. Does Drew Brees got MVP? Joy Taylor. Does he got MVP? Joy I just Taylor. think we need to, we need Joy, to watch Does Drew Brees got MVP? Joy Taylor we, we is forgot. to the left. I'm just we wondering. We have compartmentalized oh, America want to see us on TV. How many Super Bowls? I'm here. done with you. <laughs> How many Super Bowls Russ got? How many Brees got? He has one. Oh, wait. He has one. No, I, I, I didn't realize that, that Brees had I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying if Russ doubles his wins, he'll be at eight wins. That's crazy. Like, that is a, an unbelievable job. <laughs> In fact, we get, Dable won Coach of the Year this year, right? Yeah. With nine wins. Yeah. Yeah, run it, run it, run it on that. I was supposed to go to break a while ago. Sorry. <laughs> I got lost in this conversation. I apologize. Oh, we doing a television show? I, I thought apologize, we were America. <laughs> okay, coming up, Jerry Jones issued a warning shot. Bow to the NFC East. You will not believe Hello, what he had to say. Did you apologize for what you said about <laughs> Russ and Drew Brees or what? Drew Brees just played till 40. They the same player? <laughs> Off-camera conversation, but America, the on-camera conversation. Pay close attention. Oh, Michael Parsons no. committing the one cardinal sin of camp. He falls into Dak Prescott's legs. Now, it was a phenomenal rush. He beat the mess out that of the was left beautiful. tackle. But you can't <laughs> hit Cowboys, the quarterback. Uh. Shady, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If Micah Parsons was a six-round pick or later, he's cut, cut right? He's cut yeah, he's instantly. But he's not. But he's <laughs> Micah Parsons. He like, 
I can't imagine what Shady. What do you think Mike McCarthy? I mean, I mean, first of all, let's just be honest. Defense first. They're not that smart. See ball, get ball. Right, right. Please don't tackle the guy with the red jersey. He's the only person on the field with a red jersey. And defensive guys are going to still try to tackle him. Now, Mike is my guy, so I won't talk on him. But defensive players, Lady, running running backs are the <laughs> running backs collectively yo, speaking, generally speaking, yo. are the most unintelligent offense. Look, 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 by look. the way, they go to football, <laughs> get ball. <laughs> What's that movie? What's that movie? Uh, the water, the water boy, get, get ball. I show. Come on, man. I'm talking about no defense. Why would you go there and do that? It was a great rush. It was a great rush. It was a hell of a rush. A great, like, and then you slow down. Like we give, we give. We have a lot of opinions about Dak. That ain't his fault. Yeah, Michael's you can't, tripping. You can't get hit, and that's like but the the idea that if you were a six round pick, you would be cut instantly for doing that. Like you just know one thing you can't do. Instantly, like now, Shady. If you're an offensive player, you upset at Parsons right here. Knowing that he is Michael Parsons, but he just hit your quarterback. If that gets hurt this season, it doesn't matter how it great looks like Mike he is. Slipped almost. I mean, he slipped. He was trying to slow down. He was trying you, to slow you, down you, to get you, out the way. Not, he knows. You're not gonna check your, your best players. You want, like, yo, come on, dog, chill out, like something like that. Nothing, nothing too serious. I mean, but this is this is happens at every training camp with defensive players. I mean, you guys can't you can't do things the right way. Well, it's because <laughs> the offensive tackle can block. Them. It's too much thinking. Offensive for you guys. tackle can block him. In all honesty, Shady. I mean, the, the offensive tackle's job is to protect. Hey, hey, what quarterback. Do you, what do you say after you do this this play to him? Like, like, I got a red jersey for a reason, and you almost tackle me anyway. Like, what do you say when you get up? I would probably say, hey, lineman, don't throw a lookout block next time. <sighs> when you just open up the gates and say, look out! Or he might do that. Or Parsons might have thought, well, it ain't like you do anything, you know, in the playoffs anyway. Like, we need you. We need you. It's rush time. Come on in here. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? You know what <laughs> Um, okay, uh, I'm done. We got to go to break. But when we return, Dan Campbell, he has made headlines in the past. But this might be the most bizarre, craziest thing he has ever said and you will ever hear. Wait till you hear the request that Lions head coach Dan Campbell made next on Speed. Is he in elbows now? Uh, it's worse. Hi, family. We got to check in on our social life because this was absolutely wild. Head coach Dan Campbell, he said that he wanted a live lion, the mascot of the Detroit Lions, on the sideline. But, quote, the league frowns on that. Now, Dan Campbell notoriously said that he wants to bite knees and I think other crazy Dan Campbell quotes. But, Joy, you're in on the lion, so I figured you're in on this, too. Hello. Look- I'm, 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 I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Just, I, I'm not a play-too-much person. Like, I don't. Don't, just don't play too much. This is playing too much. It's a lion, okay? I know I'm not going to be super serious guy for a second, but, like, have you ever held a lion, like a lion cub? I have. Yeah. Dude, cute little creatures. They're so cute, right? Until they bite your face off because it's a lion. You know what this reminds me of? This instantly reminded me of? You remember when Jack Del Rio put that stupid stump in the axe in the uh, Jaguars locker room mm. and Hanson cut his whole leg open? Oh, my God, how does this happen? How does this happen to put an axe in the middle of the locker room? Keep chopping wood, guys. Great idea. Well, wait a second, Joy. The Eagles got an eagle. The How many many people have eagles eaten? Got a horse. Falcons got a falcon. The Georgia Bulldogs got a bulldog. Texas, we got Bevo. I'm not entertaining this conversation. Who's Bevo? That's your your little... Yeah, it's mascot. Large mascot. That's be so good so many years ago. You don't think we can just have, like... Cool. Let's get a hippo. Who got, who got hippos? Let's get a hippo. There's no hippo mascot. Yeah, yeah. No crocodile mascot. Well, what about the, ram? the Rams? Should get a ram, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get buffaloes. T- 
Tigers. Ooh, Tigers. Wait, Good idea. No, the Buffalo. Panthers. They don't have one. They don't have, they don't have one. one. That would they be dope, dope. Oh, no, this but is why Lions fans. This is why Lions fans get irritated with me. Look, y'all are turning in the right direction. I think Jared Goff's gonna have a nice year. Just go out and win the division. But where do you don't draw worry about no the Lions. line? What do you mean, draw the line? Like, okay, so no Lions. That's that's not fun. No Lions. Eagles are cool, though. Yeah, we got the Eagle. Yeah. Bald Eagles be... I don't know. Just no, you, they, know they, what? you know what? Though. Be fun guy. Be fun guy, because that always works. That yeah. matters so much more than going out. That, you know what? I, I like that, though, man. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Think line. about it. It's yeah. intimidating. Well, super. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get an axe and put an axe and a stump in the middle of the locker room and keep chopping wood, guys. And then your punter cuts his leg in the middle of it That's with an axe. For us. He's, he's a punter. Legs, <laughs> he's a punter. Get a new one.